evening, and welcome to Guys Guys Radio. This is your host, Robert Manny, welcoming you to the show. It is Wednesday, May 11th, 2016. We're having a glorious day here in New York City. The whole, all the parks are in bloom, the trees. It's gorgeous. It's one of those, today was one of those perfect days, about 72 degrees, sunny, no wind really. I had the day off, so I took my son, Sky to uh, Morningside Park, and we had a wonderful time. Let me ask you a question. Do you believe in angels? That was quite the segue, huh? Do you believe in angels? Because we have, as our guest this evening, one of the foremost experts on angels, Marie-Ange Fagarolas, the author of Angels, a Definitive Guide to Angels from Around the World. It is quite the tome. It is an amazing book. Everything you could ever want to know about angels. And I'm sure at one time in everybody's life, they've told themselves, geez, that person's an angel, or I must have been helped by an angel, or a consideration, a strong consideration that angels have, have played a role, or not. But we're going to talk about that when we, we, we bring Marie-Ange on in a few minutes. But let's, uh, let me get back to my story. So I took my son to uh, Morningside Park, and uh, I've been in Harlem for, this is, I'm going on my sixth year, and each year, the area has gotten uh, more and more uh, uh, livable from an amenity standpoint. It's always been livable, but, you know, uh, it didn't have enough supermarkets, uh, places to eat. The parks were not in great condition, at least Morningside, and now it's actually, they're doing a tremendous job, and I actually saw two geese my son and I saw two geese that had nested at the pond there and there's about I don't know there must be 50 or so turtles that live there and it's a really great thing when you can bring your child he just turned three by the way to uh to a park and have them experience nature and see all the different animals and see plant life and ponds and water bodies of water Uh, I take them to Central Park a lot also which is just spectacular it just keeps getting better and better and better but Morningside Park has actually improved greatly it's got a little bit of a ways to go but they're doing a fantastic job sprucing it up and uh hope they keep going I was talking to a couple of guys who were uh, overseeing kind of the refurbishment and um, I thank them because they're doing good work so let's talk about what else is going on in the world um as I mentioned my son Sky is three and it's been a real trip because I'm kind of an older dad and, uh, you know, you learn a lot. And sometimes in life you learn things and you don't really know that you are learning them until somebody who's in a similar situation comes across as not having the same knowledge. And what I mean by that is I, I had a, you know, where we all get, we all connect with people on Facebook that maybe we don't know too well. We've never met in person or even people from high school or college or whatever, where, you know, we just kind of attached to them, connected somehow, friended, if you will, but we don't have too much of a connection. So I've got a couple of guys from my high school who I really didn't hang around too much in high school, but there's so many people from my high school on there that I decided, well, I'll just take on all comers. So one guy mentioned to me, I had posted a photo of my wife and my son, and my son was on a, what's called a trike, which is like a tricycle. It has a long steering column comes out the back of it and then the parent can hold uh, it's got two handles on it and you can steer the kid along and the reason for it is because 
you know, initially, you know, kids, um, human beings, when they're born, they don't know anything. They know how to go poop. That's it. They don't know how to eat. You have to be careful with them sleeping even. Um, and they don't know how to do anything else. And every step of the way, you have to be there and watch them and teach them and observe them and uh, encourage them, etc. And it's uh, been amazing. My son's been an amazing teacher for me because he's helped me develop patience. And it was interesting because one of these guys uh, from my high school you know, he sent me a congratulations alike, whatever, because my uh, I was saying happy Mother's Day to my wife. And there was a photo of her with my son in the trike. And he's like, what's that your wife's holding in her hand? So I wrote back, that's a trike. No, what's in what's the handle? What's what's in her hand? I'm like, that's the handle of the trike. And he's like, oh, it must be soft or something. What's the kid going to fall off the trike? It's a tricycle. What's happened these days? So, of course. I realized that he was a single guy and he's never had any children. And uh, so I let him know. I said, listen, you know, I'm, I'm learning as I go, but basically children, human beings, they don't know anything when they're born and they have to teach them everything. And that really, it clicked with me when I wrote back to him and I tried to do it in a nice way, even though I thought his comment was a little bit uh, annoying and presumptuous to say, you know, like, but were you picking on it? A, a two-year-old who was two in the picture at the time for being soft. I mean, come on. However, I empathize with the fact that he just doesn't know. And you, there's no way you can know because I was in the exact same situation for decades until I had a child of my own that, you know, you really is so much that goes as involved in parenting that uh, it's just amazing how much time it takes up and what a joy it can be and how tiring it can be and tedious also. But it gave me some resolve, uh, realizing that, wow, I really, you know, I'm, I'm learning. Because a, a woman that I know, she wrote back on top of the comment and said, Robert, you are really learning. And I was like, yes, I am, I thought to myself, because I didn't realize that all the work I've been doing, I've been really learning about how uh, babies and infants and then toddlers, how they kind of think and react and, and grow. And I got to tell you, as a guy, dealing with an infant was not easy because everything was like crying and screaming and mommy. And now my son's just turned three two days ago. And it's, it's a real pleasure because now we can communicate. We, we sat on a park bench. We watched the, the, the uh, two geese that were uh, nesting, uh, you know, swimming around the pond. Then one came out of the water and walked right by us and, uh, we talked about the, you know, the animals in the park and the pond and the work they were doing. And I know, uh, you know, my son, uh, he understands a lot more than he can verbalize still. It's t still taking time for the whole, the verbal skills to click in, but you know, these kids, they understand, they hear everything and they understand everything. Cause sometimes he reacts. If I'm talking to my wife about something that he's done, he'll say something. I'm like, Oh, he's been listening. He gets it. But anyhow, that's my guys, guys experience, if you will, with, uh, with kids. I'm going to be writing a new blog post on that in a couple of weeks. I've on my, uh, the whole guys, guys thing, as you know, started with my novel, a guys, guys, guy to love, um, about two guys in advertising competing for love, sex, power, and money. You can find the book at Amazon or any of the e-tailers and in some bookstores. My blog is Robert Manny, M A N N I.com, uh, where I do a weekly feature, uh, this week's is a three-parter and we just launched the first part of it yesterday. And it's about, it's a guy's guy's guide to online dating. It's going to be three parts. 
And I actually, my wife and I met online and everything's worked out. We're on our sixth year of marriage. So uh, all good. Um, Facebook, you can catch me, Robert Manny Author. Twitter at Robert Manny. YouTube, Robert Manny Author. We've got lots of videos there. And every podcast of Guys Guys Radio can be found on Blog Talk Radio, where we broadcast from. That's our platform, as well as iTunes, Stitcher, and now TuneIn Radio. So we're, uh, we're expanding, and uh, we're not going to slow down either. We're going to keep going. So Anyhow, that's our little commercial for the Guys Guys brand. But let's let's uh, quickly uh, get to our guest because I invited Marie-Ange Fagarola back because she's got this wonderful book called Angels Around the World, The Definitive Guide from Angels Around the World. And she's an award-winning French author. She's also a screenwriter and she's written novels and she's back to Guys Guys Radio to take a deeper dive into her newest book, Angels of Definitive Guys to Angels from Around the World, where she lays out a compelling argument that throughout history, angels have played key roles in some of the world's most spiritual events. Do you agree? Do you believe? Well, let's find out and bring her on right now. Good evening, Marie Ange. How are you? Good. Good to be back. Thank you for inviting me again. It's wonderful. Um, my pleasure. My pleasure. And I've got lots of questions for you. So, um, Let's get right to it, if you don't mind, because we talked about your inspiration last time. We got, we got into the book, and then we kind of got on, uh, off on a couple of uh, different topics uh, without getting too deep into the specifics of the book. But I have some questions for you. I was talking to people and said, yeah, you know, I'm interviewing a, somebody who wrote the definitive book on angels. Do you have any questions? What do you think of angels? What are your questions? So I'd like to start, if, you, if I might, with a couple of questions that were sent to me. Is that Okay. Oh, perfect. Of course. Okay. okay, good. All right. The first one is about guardian angels. Um, and the question was, how can we know about garden, guardian angels and how actually do they help us and participate, if you will, in our uh, day-to-day life? And how many guardian angels do we have? Well, the, the number is very simple. We only have one. Uh, the day we were born until the day we cross over, we have this guardian angel by our side. He's protecting us. And he has a specific function is to be our angel. So we don't share the guardian angel with anybody else. He is our specific angel. And we only have one. The only one we have that by our side as well is the angel of birth. Uh, this angel, you find uh, in my book, you will find the dates uh, according to your date of birth. In, uh, there's four days during which this angel is influenced uh, on people. Uh, so he's not as close as the guardian angel, but he's very helpful as well and uh, can, can bring a lot of, of good uh, opportunities in your life. So these two angels are angel of birth and guardian angel, and these two are with us all the time. And the guardian angel, you can figure out when he's by your side if you talk to him. Uh, it's very easy to talk to a guardian angel and ask him, uh, you're by my side, I know you're with me, but now you, I want you to manifest. I want to hear about you. I want to see something. And if you talk to your guardian angel as if he were a person, a friend, uh, uh, he is your friend, your best, best, best friend, and you can ask him to manifest. 
um, and you will definitely uh, either uh, see a, a white feather that uh, flutters somewhere around you, or you mm -hmm. will hear a celestial sound, or you will uh, turn on the radio and hear the word angel, or like uh, I had this experience uh, not long ago, I, I wanted uh, a connection with an angel, and I said, um, I want a sign from you, and I went to the grocery store, and as soon as I stepped in, I heard a song saying, Archangel, angels, or I don't remember exactly, mm -hmm. exactly the lyrics, but it was about angels. So I said, well, thank you for the sign. I know you're there. I know you're telling me I'm here. So this is how the um, guardian angels manifest, but we only have one, and he is with us all the time. And he has a role, a protective role, and also he can connect to the greater archangel who are high in the, high, uh, the celestial hierarchy and who can intervene in sometimes in dramatic situations, in case of accidents or difficult mm -hmm. situations in our life. So if you talk to your guardian angel and ask him, if something happens, please connect to the great archangels for them to intervene anytime I need it. Um, talk to your guardian angel. He can do many, many things. Even if he can do it himself, he's going to call on the, the bigger ones and tell them, well, come on, we need you right now for this purpose. So guardian angel is everything. So he's very important to you. And, and um, so, you know, keep, keep, keep in mind that he's your best, best friend and that he can help anytime. Now, how, how are these guardian angels uh, selected for individuals? And then how, how, can, uh, how do you know if you have a male or a female or uh, the name, if the guardian angel has a name? How, how can you kind of – and then how do you develop this relationship? I know you mentioned uh, – you just mentioned you know, some signals like hearing the word angel or celestial sound or seeing a white feather. And uh, – Tell us a little bit more about the, the, the selection, the partnering process between uh, an angel being, I don't know, they assigned to individuals. Um, I mean, have these angels been the guardian angels? Have they been human in human form ever? And what do they actually do? I know they're kind of with us, but, uh, you know, I just I was just reading um, Neil Patrick Walsh's uh, Conversations with God. And one of the first things in it is about God is like a parent that observes. And uh, if we want to, it states that if we want to manifest things, uh, we, it's like asking you will receive, but don't, don't come at it from a point of not of want, have it from a point of gratitude. So with that in mind, how do angels, how do the guardian angels get selected for us? And what do they actually do? Because, you know, my takeaway from some of uh, what I read in Conversations from God and also reading other stuff and listening to other stuff is that some people say that you should make your connection directly with God and not go directly to angels. I know that's a big ball of questions I threw at you, but take your time <laughs> and uh, let's take them on starting with the guardian angels and then the bigger picture, which is the whole idea of going to God versus angels. Right. This is very interesting. Uh, it's a very interesting topic. Uh, it's it's uh, a lot of questions, and uh, obviously uh, there's a lot of answers that are uh, sent, uh, you know, when you connect. And I received a lot of answers connecting to the angels, and when I wrote the book, I was really channeling mm -hmm. a lot of information. So I received um, something very simple. Uh, when we are not born yet, we are in, uh, let's call this 
zone limbo or we just we're about to um to incarnate and find a body and at that moment um obviously god knows who we are it's not a person as a person but as a soul because before mm -hmm. our our birth we are soul and when we die we will become soul again and only mm -hmm. soul so we are eternal and infinite and this is a, a great concept to believe that beyond death and before uh, life we are the same entity soul mm -hmm. the purpose of the soul god wants the soul to grow spiritually and in knowledge and also closer to God. So it's a long story of the first time a soul exists. The soul is like you said exactly about your son. You need to learn and you need to be taught. This is exact same thing. Um, and the process of the soul is to learn and to learn how to grow with humans because the soul is going to be in a body and, and live through this body. So the purpose is to to have a good life, to be a good person, to be generous, to share with others, to be kind and, and successful as well, because we're not supposed to be poor, we're supposed to be in abundance. So this mm -hmm. soul that incarnates learns a lot. And this is why God cho chooses a guardian angel according to the soul. Is this soul a new soul? Is this soul, um, does this soul need uh, to learn something specific? And according to the need of this soul that's going to help this mm -hmm. soul grow, then we'll, we are assigned an, a guardian angel who will help us develop what God wants the soul to develop. It's quite simple. Uh, it's like, um, you know, it's like uh, God is, plays the role like a spiritual father in this situation. He wants us to grow and assign someone who's going to help us grow. I would like to clarify uh, the mm -hmm. question of, are angels humans? The answer is absolutely not. There's only a few cases of angels who are humans. They are in the Bible, in the scripture. There is at the most, at the most four cases, but the most well-known are um, Metatron and Sandalphon, who were the mm -hmm. prophet Elijah and uh, the, um, the patriarch from the Bible, Enoch. The other angels are not human beings. And people who tell you, oh, I was an angel, this person is an angel. You can be an angel emotionally. Oh, you're so cute and nice and lovely. Uh, people call you an angel. But you're never an angel. And a soul is not an angel. So this is very important. And God created angels for this purpose of teaching us or helping us learn and, and discover the past to God because the, the purpose is God created us to learn how to behave uh, with humans and to be the best person we could be and also he wants us to become ready to be as close as possible to him and to reunite with God and the past this sounds a little bit too spiritual but it's very important to understand it's not just spiritual. It's the purpose of goodness, the purpose of the heart. And all this, what God puts in our heart through angels, is to help us becoming who we really are, meaning good people who can be in abundance in our terrestrial life. And when we cross over, we get closer to God and we can help others. Like the, this, we are then spirits. And when we become a spirit, which is different from an angel, because a spirit is a human being who has crossed over and who can help uh, other human beings, a spirit needs to be a good spirit 
to teach other uh, humans that are on earth to grow and on the same path humans help humans grow and angels help humans coming you know approaching god and it's it's um, i hope it's not too confusing no not, not at all become spirits angels are already angels and god okay. creates them for us to grow that's the <laughs> i think okay. it's uh, quite clear so this way how how and uh I'm not, uh, please, I'm not, I don't mean to put you, uh, this question isn't meant to put you on a defensive by any means, but it's, it's, it's coming from a, from a curious mind. And that is, um, and somebody actually asked me this question, how do the guardian angels and other angels, how, how do they, how do they work then? Okay. You have this guardian angel that accompanies you. And I remember I, we, I've done lots of different meditations and stuff. And I asked for the name of my guardian angel and I got, you mentioned it just recently, Enoch as a name, and I never heard that name before. So I wrote it down and I remembered it. And I'm like, I don't know, did I just make that up or something? I don't know, but I got that name and I'm just wondering. So in your day to day, because I didn't get a face or I didn't see an animal or anything, I just, uh, I just got that name. And um, so I'm wondering on a daily basis, what does the angel do? I mean, most of our lives are relatively mundane we get up we work or we don't work and we watch tv or we read or we go for a run or we do some mundane tasks and then we also have you know our more important uh, aspects to our lives you know the critical life points of work and success and uh, relationships and family and choices how does how does your guardian angel uh interact with us I know that if the, if the angel accompanies us, they can't really get, I would assume they can't get too involved, but how, what do they do? Uh, that's a very good question. I like it. Um, I like it because it's challenging to answer because I'm not an angel and obviously I mm-hmm. cannot just uh, tell you, uh, speak on their behalf. That's all I can do. And because I've been channeling them and I'm connected to them mm-hmm. and I meditate with them all the time. What I can tell you is that they are by our side, and just because we need to learn, we need to be capable of asking them to intervene because we have free will. God has given us free will. We do whatever we like. If we want to destroy ourselves, uh, you know, becoming drug addicts, alcoholic, whatever, we can do it. Nobody's going to stop us. We can mm-hmm. do whatever we want free with the life right. we have. Mm-hmm. Free, absolute free will. And in this perspective, it's very interesting to figure out that we have by our side somebody invisible to us, or however we can sometimes see them, but uh, you know, in a regular, on a regular basis, this angel is uh, invisible, but he's there. So the thing is that we cannot see them intervene if we don't want them to intervene, just in case of sometimes you say, oh my God, I just crossed the street, a car was about to run over me, and thank God it didn't happen. So when you, when you can tell such a story, it's obviously an angel that intervened to protect you. And this happens all the time, anytime, and especially with a, a kid like yours, uh, Robert. Uh, it's, you mm-hmm. know, they, ha- they need angels to protect them because sometimes they, you know, anything can happen. Sure. So for children, angels are very, very present, very uh, uh, interfere a lot and intervene very often. But as we get older and we get more responsible and more conscious about our life, and what we're supposed to do, we are supposed to develop our soul. And sometimes people are not uh, really conscious about it. And then this is why this angel can help a lot. 
not only to develop our soul and, and, and like you said, from a mundane life, understand that there's a possibility to have a very interesting life. Sure. And I would insist on this point that if you are interested in the beauties of the world, in the beauties of nature, beauties of architecture, whatever is beautiful in this world, if you start being sensitive to beauty, you start being connected to your angel. Because mm-hmm. angels, they awaken our consciousness to beauty. Why? Because beauty is divine. So an angel has a function to open our mind to the divinity, to the beautiful, to the good, to the uh, very high perspective of a human life. Sometimes it's hard to think in these terms because we we struggle with money, with work. Uh, It's very, very hard. But I noticed this. Um, I've been through a lot personally, and um, this is why I can say this. I've, uh, you know, I was not born with a silver spoon in, in, my, mm-hmm. in my mouth. Um, I kind of was, by the way, but as soon as I was mm-hmm. by myself, life was very hard, and I discovered many, many different things. I was a widow with four kids. Uh, I've been through a lot in my life. So I've experienced a lot, and I know this is not just because God wanted me to go through a lot of hardship. He wanted Mm -hmm. me to understand what is hardship, why it happens, what we can do, what is free will, and how God wants us to react and how God wants us to grow. And because I really literally understood this and Still, I go through some stuff every day, and I'm, sometimes I'm, t- I'm talking to the angels or to God and telling them, well, right, this is nice, but, you know, uh, right now I'm facing this challenge and this and that, and why aren't you helping? And this is the question that everybody can ask. Why aren't you helping whenever I need it? And sometimes they don't help because something different happens. They're, they're very smart. They don't want us to, you know, it's like, oh, you need money, go, yeah, go to the bank and you'll find money on your bank account. It doesn't work this way. We mm-hmm. need to work. We need to do things. We need to take action to improve our lives. But also, in doing this, in taking action, we really start being on the wave of the divine. Why? Just because we are taking care of our life. We use our free will for the goodwill, like we do good things. We start finding a job if we're discouraged because we were fired. We, uh, we really do everything to find a job. And in doing this, we might meet somebody that will be our next partner, lover. We can meet a friend who knows another friend who knows another friend who's going mm-hmm. to find us a great job. This happened to me, by the way. So this is why I say very officially, it's never what you expect. Why? Because we're not supposed to be spoiled. We're supposed to grow. So it's not always easy. And I understand some people say, oh, angels, I don't believe in angels. What are they doing? The world is going very bad. It's getting dark. The very negative vibrations are all around. What are they doing? And I say it sometimes when I'm angry. It happens to me as well. But when I connect to the angels, I hear these messages. We want you to grow and we want you to understand the purpose of life, 
to enjoy the beauties of life, to relish a good meal, to be appreciative of what you have, of nature, of the world, of the universe, of the night sky. When you said you would go to uh, Central Park, I love Central Park. Mm-hmm. Um, I live in California, but I love uh, Central Park and New York, and um, I really uh, enjoy California. The other day I went to Malibu, and um, mm-hmm. I uh, gave a meditation to two people. And as they were meditating... I was connecting them to the ocean and to the universe for them to really uh, enhance their energy, their universal energy, and feel uh, for them to feel immense and without, you know, limits, like they're mm-hmm. boundless. And I, as I was doing this, I was really, really saying, you are now connected to the ocean and the ocean connects you to the universe. And as I was saying this, a sea lion came out of the water like the head, like a periscope, like <laughs> really showing up. And for 30 seconds, this sea lion looked at me in the eyes and I couldn't believe it. I was like, wow, this is incredible. And I told my friends, I said, you know what? I didn't want to bother you. You were in your world, in your meditation, but this is what happened. And that's an amazing thing. And I would like to tell our listeners today, this happens for a reason, because I connected them to the ocean and the sea lion heard the vibration that Mm -hmm. they were connected to. And definitely it was a true connection with the ocean. And this is the most important thing. And things, the, the world is made of vibes. And angels are, you know, floating in these vibes around us. Mm-hmm. And if we understand this, we can talk to them. Frequent, frequent. Them. Sometimes, mm-hmm. absolutely. Like on the radio, like we talk today on the radio, there's an angelic mm-hmm. radio a vibration. You talk to them and ask them help. Ask them to guide you. And just ask, and you will get amazing results. And just telling you a little anecdote. The other day, I was uh, guiding a meditation for my friend. Uh, She's a very, very good friend, and she's going through hardship. And I was really guiding her in really another world that was purely angelic. And she was in this dimension where I was with her. And the Mm -hmm. energy was great in the room. We were the two of us. We were, you know, in in a... very, very powerful energy. Mm-hmm. And she said after the, the meditation, her eyes were really bright and full of light. I said, wow, you, were, you look really, uh, really great. I said, she said, oh, I'm, I feel so good. And she said, I have to rush. I have a facial uh, right after this meditation. I have to rush. So we just um, said bye. And um, next time I saw her, she said, you know what? The, um, the, um, uh, the statistician who gives me the facial She's uh, psychic and she sees auras. And she said, right after the, face, the meditation, I arrived for the facial. She saw me and she said, you have a purple aura that I have never, ever seen in my life. And it's like if you had angels around you. And my friend was flabbergasted because wow. the esthetician had no idea that she just uh, came out from this meditation uh, a few uh, let's say uh, let's say 20 minutes before maybe 15 minutes and this is what she saw and this is amazing so this is i tell you this story so for the listeners to understand that it's not it's not something that we just think about it's real 
angels are around. They are real. And such things couldn't happen if they were not real. So uh, just to tell you, all of you listening to us today, believe in angels and not only believe in them, just talk to them, light a white candle and ask them what you need and keep asking and you will see amazing transformations in your life and changes because if you want to connect and if you want to change things in your life to make them have a better turn and change for the best, do it. It does work. And the connection with the um, angel of frequency is very easy. With a candle, with your goodwill, with your heart, you reach it and you you really... Uh, you know, tap into it. Okay. It's it's amazing. All right. That's a, per- that's a great answer. And it's a perfect segue to my next question is because in the book and you go through so many different angels and uh, invoking them for so many different purposes and some of the uh, rituals, if you will, I'll just put quotes on that word uh, using different items, crystals and mirth and uh, different colored candles. What, what if, what if you don't have all of that stuff and you just want to get started you just mentioned having a white candle. What's the best way for people? I know you mentioned that if you want to, you know, a sign from angels, you might see a white feather or hear a celestial sound or maybe see angel wings. And I got to tell you, just a quick aside, as we were talking, I looked out my window of my studio, at my recording studio here, and there is a graffiti on a wall way in the distance. I have a very nice view, but and I always look at this weird kind of urban graffiti and it's of a, a man he looks like the old cartoon character mr magoo and for the first time ever i was just staring at it and not i was listening to you but staring at it and i realized it has angel's wings wow <laughs> that's great <laughs> looking right at me but uh b- back to the question i mean what's the best way for people to now that was a sign i take it for me but uh, from an ongoing basis how do you kind of engage your angels, work with them, get answers, know how to filter out the monkey chatter out of your mind to know you're getting clear answers and not like trying to force your mind to tell you something? Because I think a lot of people right. run into that. So mm-hmm. tell us yes. the process mm-hmm. of working with angels. And if you don't have any equipment, maybe you have a white candle, that's it. Tell us how, what you should do. Well, even if you have nothing, just uh, let's go uh, for the idea that you have nothing at all in your home and you feel like, oh, I want to connect to the angels. What should I do? So the first thing I will tell you, your heart and your intention is what is going to create the best connection because it's, it's what you have in your heart. You do want this connection. It's going to happen. Uh, because it's an intention, you know, if it's exactly when you drive your car, if you want to go fast, you, you, you will go fast if you want to, uh, no matter what uh, the, uh, the cops will say. <laughs> well, if mm-hmm. you want to, you will go. So it's the same thing. You want to, you will, you will create this connection. So very simple. You can lay down on your bed first time. You just feel like, oh, I don't know what to do. Lay down on your bed. Especially at night, if you're tired, it's very good because uh, you have less polluting thoughts. Like you said, mm-hmm. the, the, the chat, you know, it's the, the thought is very difficult to get rid of. It's horrible. Mm-hmm. And most of the time, it's very stupid things like, uh, did I feel, uh, did I feel uh, the tank for my car or all that kind of right. stupid stuff? I have to get my and laundry. it's very difficult. Yeah, laundry, whatever. It's very difficult to get rid of it. So the thing is that I suggest that just when you go to bed, uh, you are supposed to go to sleep, but before you go to sleep, lay down on your bed and picture a white 
screen in front of your mind. Just picture it, like see a white screen with mm -hmm. nothing written on it, just a white screen. This helps to empty the mind and, um, and let, get rid of these polluting thoughts. So that's the first step. You know, see this white screen. And just take three deep breaths so that you can release your negative uh, tensions and whatever you had during the day. So take three deep breaths and exhale like very deep, deep, deep um, breathing out. And that, that helps a lot to cleanse the, 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 the energy in your body and in your soul. So three deep breaths. Picture the white screen and lay down and talk to the angels with your heart. A holy angels, I want to, or angels, whoever, you can call them by their name if you know the name. I want to connect with you. I want to start a life with you and see how my life is going to change with you. I'm open to the idea of having you in my life now, a very active in my life instead of being passive by my side, just waiting for me to tell you, yes, you can help. So now you, you give them the, the green light. Permission. Yep. Now mm -hmm. I want you permission. Yes, exactly. I want you in my life. And now show yourself to me. Manifest. Talk to me. And just picture your, your, your white screen still and see what happens. Most of the time, something happens. You see mm -hmm. letters on the white screen. You hear a message. I want to say there is never, ever a, a scary or um, a message that makes you anxious, that's from the angels. Anything that comes from the angels, if you want to know it's authentic, the very simple way is to figure out it's always good, it makes you feel positive, it makes you feel comforted, it makes you feel really good. Anything that creates anxiety or, or really scares you or freaks you out, this is never, ever from an angel. That's the only way to really... Okay. Um, make the difference. That's a, and that's a perfect segue to my next question, which is duality. Another person asked me, could you please ask Marie Ange uh, about duality? Since there are angels who are part of the divine, if you will, are there then, what about other entities? Are there devils? Are there other de entities, uh, spiritual entities that we need to be protected from that we have to watch out for? And including when you are evoking your angels or the spirit world, if you will, do we have to be careful uh, that other entities may creep in there and uh, also be kind of swirling around us? Yes, so this is the, uh, it's an excellent question because the reality of the spiritual world is duality uh, like ours. There is, <clears throat> sorry, there is definitely in the spiritual world, there's a warfare going on there uh, between angels and demons. Because uh, if we refer to the scripture, although some people don't want to refer to the scripture, it's just that let's take it as a tradition, not as religion, mm -hmm. just as a tradition of evil. Evil exists. And some people say, oh, I'm very spiritual. I don't believe in evil. But that doesn't make sense. Because if you have God, you definitely have the opposite of God, which is the devil. If you have angels, you definitely have the opposite of the angels who are the demons. There are the demons who are exactly structured like uh, the angels. There's uh, the highest uh, demons very close to the devil. And you have small demons uh, that do the uh, nasty, nasty tasks. So definitely there is a negative side of the spiritual world. 
And I would just warn people who uh, use the Ouija board, never do this. You all the time open the portal to a demon. And I would like to specify the difference between demons and uh, evil spirits. It's very mm-hmm. simple. Like I said, for, devil, for, for angels, same thing. Uh, demons are not human. They are not. They are creatures from the spiritual world. They are spiritual creatures. Evil spirits are humans that turned spirits when they crossed over. And whether they were criminals or very ill-intentioned people, negative, whatever, uh, people who died from horrible addictions and who had no strength, no will, and who are contaminated by negative energies, Uh these are evil spirits. And the difference between evil spirit and demon, one is human, the other one is not. A demon is very dangerous because a demon is a spiritual creature that has one purpose, is to create chaos and, uh, and, and so uh, hatred and, and jealousy and the poison of jealousy that it's really the worst poison in this world. And if you want to connect to the angels, you just have to be cautious. That's why I told you just it's exactly um, what I just said before. Uh, just be careful. An angel is always, always pure, beautiful, and helping, and good, and makes you feel good. And if you feel anxious or whatever, it's never an angel. It could be an evil spirit or a demon. That's the way you figure out. And there is no mistake, no possible mistake, because something that makes you feel good will not be from a negative entity. So as soon as you feel good, you're perfectly safe. You're with the angels, and it's perfect. And so, on the uh, other side, mm-hmm. uh, go ahead, go ahead, Robert. No, 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 no. Well, I was just going to say, um, so fr- I guess that makes frequency so important because if you can do the work, be mindful of doing what needs to be done to raise your vibration or your frequency, the higher you can elevate yourself, whether it's through diet or thought or action and, uh, and eliminating the negative, uh, you know, greed and everything else, jealousy, then the lower energies will not affect you. It's almost like the higher you can raise your frequency, things that you want to happen can happen because they happen differently. When you're at a higher frequency, other things don't impact your life as much and things that you do. So the goal should be, and working with angels can certainly help this, would be, I guess, to elevate your frequency does that make sense absolutely oh it's it's perfectly worded perfectly worded it does make sense and it it really uh, matches exactly what i uh, explained before that god wants us to grow it's exactly what you're saying uh, god wants us to grant us to grow to become closer to him and to be on a higher frequency where you're absolutely safe and the higher you get the safer you get although there are some examples of saints who have been attacked by demons because why? Just because they were so pure and so perfect and getting so close to God that it's like, you know, the devil is really wants mm-hmm. to destroy these people sometimes. So this is why they sometimes, uh, I read a lot of texts of very, very spiritual people who said we were attacked by, by, by negative entities, whether evil spirits or demons Sometimes the devil himself, that happens. But this is uh, at a very, very high spiritual level. But if all of us 
we raise our frequency with angels and get closer to God, we'll definitely leave the demons and the negative behind, and uh, and that 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 was that will be it uh, because we we can really definitely get rid of these negative energies in in really being ourselves better better people and and uh, raising our consciousness and and being uh, positive and helping others and uh, raising our kids as you know with a lot of uh, mm-hmm. of, of love and and understanding so all all everything good we do is positive for us to be in a better vibration so every single good Got deed it. it's it's going to be a, a higher in a higher vibration now let me go back to my original question which i i i threw at you with about five other questions and i think i i i lost it because i i had it combined with so many other questions and that is the notion of going directly to God or asking angels for help. And I've heard both sides of the coin where it's okay to go to angels, but you have to be careful of different entities that are out there, but it's always better to, I've also heard people say, uh, spiritual teachers say, it's better just go directly to God and ask God to invoke the angels, evoke the angels that are, or invoke the angels that are right for you for this particular situation instead of, going to individual angels. I I would assume you feel it's okay to go to individual angels directly, but tell us your thoughts about that. Well, it's a, it's a very interesting question um, because, you know, we need to be very humble and not say, Oh, this is what you should do. This is what Mm -hmm. has to be done. I'm very neutral in this situation because if God has created angels, they do exist and they are around us. Uh, why wouldn't you we talk to them if if they exist it's for us i mean it's it's a it's a real purpose to to help us but if we want to talk to god it's fine as well i mean we are free it's free it's free will so there is nothing wrong nothing right what is wrong is to connect to the dark side that is wrong the rest you can go through the angels and talk to them and ask them help because they do amazing things because god doesn't get involved in human affairs he doesn't do it. Uh, this is why many, many stories show that angels intervene and not God. But it's God through the angels. So anyway, it's God. So it's it's you know it's a matter of what it. you okay. want to to do. But I absolutely believe it's as good to talk to angels and ask help from angels as you can talk to God and ask help from God because what God is going to do, He's going to send you an angel. <laughs> that is what is going Got to it. happen. Okay. Now. <laughs> You're out in California, and you've been involved in the you know the movie business. I'm in New York, and I read a novel, and I've got my screenplays out there in L.A., and I've got some representation and stuff. But let's talk a little bit about with that whole dark side and all that. There's so much I notice when I walk into I my book and my brand that I'm building has a positive message. And, you know, it's Guys Guys Radio, but I have people like – and I want people like yourself on the show because – I've been going through my, first of all, I've been going through my own journey and I'm getting a a great education from people, guests like yourself. And also I believe men, it's important for contemporary men to be open to things besides money and booze and, you know, (laughs) lust, if you will. And a lot Mm -hmm. of guys my age are, they define themselves by their job and their money and their things. And, And I see what they're eating and how they're behaving and, you know, they don't realize that if you get you get to a certain age and you you you've been really feeding yourself toxins, 
you, you're going to you're going to pay a price when it happens. It's going to be tough to get out of it. So it's better to start cleaning up. And it's one of the reasons for guys, guys, reader, I want to help the young guys, but I also want to help the, the boomer guys. But my question is, you're out in Hollywood. And, uh, and, I, and I, as I said, I go down into the subway and I see all the I see the shows and the movies that are coming out. And invariably, uh, the posters are somebody's pointing a gun at you or somebody's hands are covered with blood or it's a dysfunctional whacked out family and there's so much of this and i'm wondering yeah. you know you mm-hmm. always hear about the you know the who's controlling hollywood who controls the music industry is the satanic forces illuminati whatever what's your sense uh from your connections with angels about the entertainment business is is there are there negative aspects to it or is it just like anything else well, I think it's like anything else. I think it's a mistake to believe that uh, negative forces, dark forces, uh, I think it's better to say dark forces, mm-hmm. they are everywhere, absolutely everywhere. There's just spots, uh, you know, in the spotlight, um, you can see them better because you, you the people, the, the celebrities, you can just uh, spy on their lives and, and just uh, see what they do and, 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 and understand that this is... a this is very evil. This is why in entertainment business, they are very present. Why? Just because they just, it's, it's like um, education. It's, uh, it's transmitting something that's a wrong message, dark message. A lot of mm-hmm. dark movies are on the screen right now. And I agree really? that it's, it, there's a lot of really dark, dark entities and dark stuff in Hollywood. Yes, there is. But there is also everywhere, in every single company, there's people who try to insidiously uh, bring negative energies. And this happens everywhere. So this is why we need to be very aware that evil is everywhere. And just give you, a, give you an example. If you have a bad feeling inside, oh my God, I'm jealous of my neighbor. He's got a new car and I can't afford a new, a new one. So I'm very jealous of my neighbor. In saying this, you're bringing something negative. But if you do this, that's mm-hmm. fine. Nothing's going to happen to you. You're, you're human. You have a right to have negative feelings. Everybody does. I have everybody. That's not a big deal. But if you live on these feelings, if you're, for instance, very greedy, and I have a case, I know somebody who's very, very greedy, and this person went through horrible things, because greed is horrible. If you're generous, you give money around, you, you're not counting your money. Sometimes you have to count because you don't have enough. That's different. But if you have money enough to make your, the people around you happy, and if you don't, if you keep it for yourself, or if you count it, or you leave it on the account, bank account and saying, oh, I need to save and save and save and save, if you, it's right to save some money, but if you save all your money and don't give anything, this is a big deal because it means you, you shut down your heart because you, you don't want to give. If you don't want to give, you're not going to give money, but you're not going to give emotions. You're not so going to give a compliment. You're not going to open up mm-hmm. to people. You're not going to be yourself. And then you bring negative entities. If you shut down your heart, then you start connecting to the other side of the spiritual world because you know these demons and evil entities they are ready to pounce on the people who let them in and that is um, not uh, very safe for for them so if um, we are good people and we make mistakes everything's fine but if we start being really greedy and uh, jealous and all these 
sentiments are really negative, at a certain point you will encounter a negative energies, energy because this is how it is, because they're attracted to this. And regarding the entertainment business, I think there's too much violence in the entertainment business. Oh, too much my violence. Gosh. Uh, it, it's, it's horrible and this is very bad because it attracts negative energies and it's, it's a way for the negativity to spread uh, being, you know, seeing violence as educational it's very wrong, it shouldn't be uh, I see something that really is shocking to me is to see how many people are killed in movies this is horrifying People die mm -hmm. constantly in movies. What about the value of the human being? What about this? Uh, because God wants human beings to be alive and to, and to continue their path and to reach a certain level of, of uh, consciousness. What is this? Just showing people kill all the time, die? This is very wrong. This is a very, very wrong. It's even worse than violence. Violence, you know, you see lions, they fight. You see animals, they fight. Fighting doesn't, is not as shocking as killing. Killing is horrifying because it's not killing for surviving like animals. It's right. killing for the pleasure of killing or for money purposes or for power purposes. So that is the side that really shocks me a lot. How many people are killed in one-year movies in Hollywood? That's a big question. Mm -hmm. yeah. How about mm -hmm. I, I read about um, one of the ways uh, that entities can enter your home is if you put out a welcome sign or a welcome mat. Have you ever heard that? Oh, uh, no. Welcome mat for. Yeah, because no. you're welcoming anything into your abode. If you put out a welcome mat or a welcome sign outside your home, that's one of the ways like these entities I, I've read that they can't come in unless you invite them into your, unless you invite them into your life. So by having a welcome mat, you are, you are technically inviting anything into your home. Have you ever heard that before? Oh, that's, no, no, but that's very, that's terrible. Or I would tell our listeners never do this, never, ever, uh, because uh, you can create a portal for demons to come. So exactly. This is, uh, right. Yes. And, uh, you know, they, they always, uh, they're looking for uh, portals to enter any house. Mm -hmm. Uh, so anything that can be a portal is very dangerous. And I know somebody, a very, very nice woman, uh, uh, obviously not say her name, she's a, she's a radio host and she does a lot of good stuff, but mm -hmm. she um, practiced, uh, she used the Ouija board for a good purpose. She wanted to talk to her angels and she told, she told me we were face-to-face -face and we saw each other. And she said, do you think uh, I, could, I should continue using this? I said, no, you don't. And she was contaminated. <laughs> she told me she was contaminated mm. once because, wow. because this is a portal. A Ouija board is a portal to evil and demons. Mm -hmm. So, okay. you know, when you know not to, there's uh, some, some things you should never use, like specifically the Ouija board, which is the worst, and the famous story of the exorcist. It's based on a, a young boy uh, who was 14 years old. His aunt and himself were uh, using the Ouija board, and, and the demon came mm -hmm. in and possessed the, the boy. And it's the famous story that that uh, is um, the mm -hmm. story based on, on which the uh, the movie The Exorcist is based on. It's a horrible story of a Ouija board, and many stories happened uh, with Ouija boards. So never ever buy or use a Ouija board. This is very bad. And uh, I didn't know this uh, these things, but anything that is a portal and inviting. The mm -hmm. spirit is very bad and dangerous. 
Okay. Well, let's, uh, I, I, again, I apologize because we didn't get too deep into the specifics of your book, but why don't you take a few moments and just tell the listeners, you know, how, what, the, can they, what can they expect from your book? It's the definitive guide to angels. It's, it's a big, thick book. It's got every single angel in there, every type of invocation you can imagine. But tell people what they can get out of your book and then where they can find you and where they can learn more about what's going on with you and your, your uh, brand, if you will. Yes. Oh, okay. So it would be very nice if you want to um, connect to my website, uh, my name, marieangeforgerolas.com, and uh, you will find the book uh, at Barnes & Noble, on Amazon, of course, or any retailer. You can just ask and order it. Um, and Amazon is very simple. You, just, uh, you can order to uh, Barnes & Noble online as well. And um, the book uh, will open any kind of question you have on angels because it's, uh, many, uh, it browses many, many topics from uh, love, how to find your soulmate, to um, you want to uh, heal and help healing. And I would suggest if you want to heal, there's a very powerful ritual that I tested myself uh, to help somebody who was in pain, and the pain uh, was removed for three days at least, and we redid the ritual. So there's a lot of rituals to, to heal, a lot of rituals uh, to, to help you get rid of negative energies as well, because that is a, a long process sometimes to get rid of negativity. But with angels, you get rid of it. Um, there's everything, you know, any question about love, about how the angels work, about who they are, uh, about what they do for you. And also, if you want to connect a specific, with a specific angel uh, according to your specific situation, there's a list of, in case of this, this, and that, you find mm-hmm. the angel you need. So you can call on this angel specifically. Um, so you have many, many options. And there's uh, um, 400, 450 angels in this book. So you can, you can work uh, a lot with angels. From simple rituals to very uh, to more complex ones that will open really higher levels of vibration. If you want to reach these levels, you can with this book. And I would tell our listeners that all the rituals from my book, it's not me uh, who wrote the rituals. I was completely channeling the rituals, so they come directly from the angels. This is why they're very powerful because I'm very humble. And um, I received um, a message from the angels when I wrote the book, which, uh, no, not while I was writing, later on when I was performing a ritual, I received this message and I absolutely love it. It's be humble, be honest, and do your best. And this is my motto now. And I think um, it's, it's amazing because it's, it's true. If you, you're, you're humble, uh, you're never going to be jealous or whatever. If you're uh, honest, you are yourself and you don't want to harm anybody. And if you do your best, this is the, the purpose of life. So I think it was a great, great message from the angels. And I would like to tell it to our listeners. Be humble, be honest, and do your best. And if you just think this way, it will help you a lot throughout your life, throughout the challenges of life, and throughout um, any kind of uh, hardship you can go through. And just uh, be very confident that the good side of uh, the spiritual world is with you and wants you to be successful, to find a job, to heal, and uh, connect to them. And just never be shy. They want you to, to connect with them and work with them and pray to them. They are ready to listen to you, and they will help you anytime you need them. How, last question for you, and thank you. That was a beautiful answer. Um, how quickly can you invoke an angel? 
Uh, just you can be you, everywhere like, in your car. So, I mean, I mean yourself, but you like, can you like, how quickly can uh, with all of your practice and uh, ah, okay, yeah. how how quickly um, can you do it? Oh, just right away. Like, and I can, I will do it right now for our listeners, and I will. I'm very connected to Raphael uh, today. Uh, he's my uh, angel, very close to me, but I know he's with me all the time. And uh, because I know he's with me today, sometimes it could be something else, uh, mm-hmm. another angel, somebody else, I should say. Um, but today he's with me. So I'm going to ask him today, I'm asking Raphael to give a blessing, to bless everybody, our listeners and everybody, and you, Robert, and thanking you thank from you. my heart for me, inviting me again. Oh, and I'm asking Raphael to bless you and bless all our listeners and to to kindle a light in their hearts for them to feel loved and to feel love inside. And I hope you feel something in your heart, in your chest, something warm, showing that Raphael is bringing you this warmth and this love, and you can keep it with you and live with it all the time. Oh, that's beautiful. Well, thank you so much, Marie-Ange. And it's been a pleasure speaking to you. The the time went by so quickly again. And I hope you can come back again at some point because uh, I love talking to you. I love the work you're doing. And it's really important that uh, with my brand, what I'm trying to do is have men and women, just when men and women can be at their best, everyone wins. But I want people to be open to the positive part of spirituality and uh, open to angels and working with forces that are there with us that can help us and that want to be with us and love us. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Robert. And it was great, great pleasure. Anytime I will be your guest. Fantastic. All right. Well, stay stay (laughs) well. Thank you so much, Marianne. Be well. Thank you so much. Thank you, Raphael. (laughs) Okay, folks, that our special guest was Marie-Ange Fagarolas and her book is Angels. The Definitive Guide to Angels Around the World, and she's been our wonderful guest again, and as I said, uh, you know, the show's Guys Guys Radio, and we feature a lot of uh, male, male topics, but also what I'm trying to do is open up the male psyche, and also the women who are interested in men uh, and men's welfare, because when men and women are, can be at their best, everyone wins, need to be also aware and open to the spiritual side of things. And then they can make their own decisions. As Marie Ange said, we have free will. So have a great week. Thanks for being with us. And remember that guys, guys, finish first. <laughs>